What a game that was, Mr. Sullivan. That's what we want to see. Avalanche and Stars going toe-to-toe, and the Avs pull this thing out 5-4 to four in overtime on a Nathan McKinnon goal. A lot to talk about on this episode of Locked on Avalanche. Coming at you. Your Locked on Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli. With me, as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Thank you for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Make sure you are tuned in to our social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on the Twitter X, Locked On Avalanche on the Instagram threads. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. And make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel over on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Get notified when a new show goes live. And our subtext as well. Subscribe to that. Link to that is in the show notes below. And when you do, you chat with Kyle and I one-on-one. Become one of our very special insiders. And we share your opinions and thoughts on everything Avs on this very show. All right, man. Um, Dive right in time. What what a game, man. Like, this... This was a hockey game. This was a fun hockey game, and and maybe it's a little bit sweeter, obviously, because the Avalanche have that extra point in their pocket. Um, but it was it was just a a game where again, you never felt I I, sh- I say like you never felt like the Avalanche were out of it, knowing that the task that they put themselves in was going to be a difficult one. But they're at a point of the game of the season where you feel like. It's not over. It's a it's a tough mountain to climb, but you just feel where this team is right now. They're capable of doing this stuff. And the stars were up early and and then they got that goal where they went up 4 to 2 and that was the moment where you were like, yeah, th- this is you feel you feel okay, like you feel like they, it's possible Dallas is not going to make it easy for you. And in the end, we'll get to all the individual stuff, but in the end, the, they, they did it. This team continues to roll in the third period. They're the best third period team in the league. And when you can lay claim to that, it's never over. I like how you mentioned that, like the lead discrepancies and everything that was going on, like Yorgiev starting out rocky, injuries that happen, and then just you ne- like we mentioned about that Islander game, that feeling of oh, let's see how the Avs could pull this out. You never felt like they were out of it, no matter what the lead was, no matter what was going on, whatever penalties were called, not called, double minor, didn't matter. You felt like the Avs had a chance, and when they were able to tie it up and send it into overtime, I had that moment where the loser point with this effort feels like a win. Like, this is the effort that you want. And it was like that moment from Babe. That'll do, pig. It was like, that. that's good. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. But no, to win on the night that he was announced for the All-Star game, Nathan McKinnon. I mean, it was just, it was beautiful. And you're, you're seeing, we'll talk about the production from everybody. But just how this Avs team has that, like, don't give up on us, never say die attitude. That's just what you want to see. This feels like the old avalanche again. Well, I mean, 
early in the year when they, when they were you know the, the games that they were losing were, were ugly um and you heard so many sound bites about they just didn't feel like they had found their game yet and and they were not playing their system <clears throat> and after losses they were just like we have to stick with it just stick with it. you know when we get down we're pressing too much and we're, we're getting out of our system it's not that the other team is is getting us out of our system we're getting ourselves out of our own system <clears throat> you're seeing it now you, you you're watching this team when they get down just continue to methodically play their game because they have confidence in it they finally gained that confidence where yeah we we can play what we know works for us and we're never out of it and and you saw it firsthand you know what i mean so and and that first goal that they gave up not on Georgiev at all it's just ross cole and just trying to stick handle the puck and and it it I didn't see it at first. Well, I just thought he lost the puck. But I think someone on Altitude pointed it out because the camera angle is a little bit tough to see. When he's – I think he's going to his backhand, his stick actually gets on top of the puck. And you're just – you're done at that point. It just scoots out and an easy goal. And you're like, all right. Like, is, is this – you know, you can't lose on a goal like that. But, you know, Dallas isn't going to apologize for something like that. But it's like, come on, like you don't you don't want to see that goal in goal go in and and that be it. And it was not. Like, this game had everything, man. Everything. And it was back and forth. And and it was it was just exciting. Exciting to watch. Exciting, really exciting playoff style hockey game. And honestly, this game was almost like a microcosm of the season to this point. Like you mentioned that goal. I had that same moment where that goal went in and I was like, oh, it's going to be that kind of game. Little did I know what the rest of the game had in store. But the Avalanche, it's a perfect example of where we are, like getting close to the halfway point, almost to the all-star break. They, the Avalanche put themselves in this position and have to work their way out of it. And that was the theme of this entire Stars game. They were, they would let up a goal, let up a lead, let up a mistake, the double minor things called, not called. They would get themselves yeah, well, out of what's it. With that thing, man. And the definition of calls—that's that's going to be the new theme this year, of what penalties are called and the terminology and nomenclature behind them. That's awesome. I don't. I, I didn't understand that. Like, I mean, it's it, you call a double minor on a high stick and the only reason you're calling a double minor would be if there is blood um so you must have seen blood but then why do you go review it what are you reviewing you saw that it hit him you know and and not only did it, it hit in, in the face but the reason why it hit him was because he got tripped and there's no call on the trip but you're calling a double minor but there's no blood and then you go review it to see no blood and you still keep it as a double minor I, that thing that uh, I'm confused as to why that that was called that. Maybe I'm missing something there. No, and that's another one of those moments that we've seen the Avalanche get one of those, and then you just kind of give up. You're just kind of like, well, okay, it's going to be, and that's coming on the heels of that that own semi own goal where you just kind of just yeah. lay that out there. It's so many moments where the Avs could have been like, well, not our night. We'll look forward to going back home, or we'll just get out of Dallas. It, yeah seeing the team be resilient in those moments where we've seen them just completely unplug and check out Mm -hmm. huge, huge. Yeah. I mean, McKinnon came back what 
35 seconds or something right after that the the fluky goal and 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 comes back and and ties it right up um you know right right before the the second period is over um where's the goal summary here um i think that was the one that uh druen got for yeah yeah right before the uh the second period ended was that his first one? That was his first one. Yeah. You know, he he gets like huge goal right before the second period ends. There's like 11 seconds left, so you get timely goals to keep you in it. You know, because because it's there's so many moments where da- if you feel like oh Dallas gets one more, this could be tough. Um, and d- you know the the Yavs come back with the McKinnon goal right away, and then right before the second period, Drew N gets a, it's a goal like, to keep things close, keep you in it. And then even when they get that, you know, the the, the four to two, um, you're 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 you have a lot of time left. Well, I shouldn't say a ton of time. You got like half the period left. And what happened right after the the Sagan goal that made it four to two? Drew in with a a incredible tip. That was seconds after. So every time Dallas was could have beaten you down on their ice. So obviously the crowd is into it. Every time they they get a goal where you, you're that it's just kind of would be demoralizing. The Avs turned around and and did something to to get them back in the game, and that's all you got to do when you're on facing a very good team in their barn, and then you get to overtime, and then obviously anything is possible. And Nathan McKinnon with a brilliant move in overtime uh, to just do that little quick pass to himself off the boards and away he went and that was it and not to mention that drew in goal that first one was on the power play and going into that going into that third period dallas had some confidence because they had a four check where they had three of their stars just swarming it looked like sharks circling bait and Mm -hmm. the avalanche were pinned there was a lot of board play in that third period and mm-hmm. just not seeing the abs get exhausted and work their way out of it. That, that's so many positives, like where we have not seen it so far and show up and earn themselves a second spot in the entire league because of this. This is it's it's what you want to see going into this. We've talked about this month and what it could be for the avalanche. And mm-hmm. they are surpassing the anticipation from what they've already done throughout the rest of the year. Well, let's get to some of the uh, more individual players because we haven't even talked about Miles Wood, who was yeah. phenomenal in this game. So uh, let's take our first break of the day and then uh, discuss more of this uh, incredible game between the Avalanche and the Stars, and we'll do that next. Right now we are going to hear from FanDuel. Their NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel America's number one sports book because right now new customers can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you play a $5 bet and that $150 in bonus bets is yours win or lose. So the app is super easy to use and there's many different ways to play. You can do the same game parlays. You just find bets in the new explore tab, make a parlay in the parlay hub. It's the best way to find popular parlays and so much more within the app. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and make your first bet a hole-in-one. Oh, I like it. I thought you were going to say overtime goal. But hole-in-one is just as good. 
Uh, so visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make that hole in one. And FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. All right. Uh, more with this game. Um, Georgiev, I, I, you know, I, I thought he was, let me see what his uh, overall stats were, but I, I thought he was okay. He came up with some huge saves at the end, huge saves at the end. Um, but let me see here. What was his, uh, man, I hate this. I hate this website, dude. <laughs> it, it's, and all while you're, while you're go for making it. the NHL site do, it's supposed to do job. Yeah. Um, it's, it's nice that Yorgiev showed up towards the end, but mm-hmm. it's one of those, you put yourself in that position. I, I want to see just a little bit more out of him. It's, I'm going to be indifferent on commenting on Yorgiev until I see just a little bit of a step up because it's still like, if you take the game and just cut it in half, the first 30 yeah. minutes, you put yourself in a bind. You were not seeing that many shots and you were you already let up three and I think it was three and 19 at the time. And I'm just, you're, you're scratching yeah. your head. You're like you, and he finished the night still under 900. Safe sure percentage. You, you've yeah. got to step up just a little bit. You're not going to have to play like Dominic Kashik If you're just doing average level goaltending. It was an 875 save percentage expected goals on the game. Uh, the avalanche 4.37. The Stars, 4.49. So that's how close this game was. Um, the the shots for or against Georgiev, um, as far as low danger shots, 26. Medium danger shots, 17. High danger shots, 6. It's a pretty good amount of, of high danger shots. Um, and the Avs kind of matched that on Wedgwood. <clears throat> they had... Just went crazy. I mean, it had uh, 31 low danger, 11 medium, and they also had six high danger shots too. So um, it, it, I haven't gone fully through the stats, but it just you know everything here just seems like this was this was an evenly matched game. It makes sense why this thing would go into overtime because you know Dallas is a good team. It's a good team, and, they, and they've show, and they showed you that. And you know, I, I give the Avalanche a ton of credit because you had guys like Miles Wood, who's built for games like this. He is absolutely built. He's a mess on the ice. His skating is kind of, it's pretty ugly, but yeah. it's efficient, and and it and it gets the job done. Um, and one thing I really want Miles Wood to start doing is working with Nathan McKinnon on finishing. Because mm-hmm. he had what three two on ones? He had two two on ones in the same penalty kill, and he couldn't get anything. But um, he played he played phenomenal hockey. I I phenomenal. love how you think because I had that same moment. There was one that he did not he did not finish the shot, and I was just like, he needs to skate over to Nathan McKinnon and have that Burakovsky moment where he told him <laughs> just shoot, just get yeah. just finish. He. Like I love his skating. I love that he's just—he's a wrecking ball. And then, like, and Ross Colton—it's almost like Pinky in the Brain. Ross Colton's like the mastermind. He has such a just otherworldly hockey IQ. And then you have Miles Wood, who just goes out there and gets it done. It's not going to be pretty, but he'll get out there and get done. He'll agitate. He'll score if he has to. He'll defend. He's fantastic two-way forward. I love both of their games. And to see them both have a really good game in this game, 
That's what you want to see. That's great. Um, <clears throat> the goal to tie it up came with Georgiev pulled. Um, it went to Miko Rantanen, I believe. Let me see. Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was deflected, but I think initially people thought it was was to Logan O'Connor. Um, it was just you just create havoc yeah. up front, and um, it, you, you just get that you know the lucky bounces sometimes. And there was an inkling of okay, is this going to be uh, goaltender interference? But I don't think it was. There was really not enough there for Dallas to chance that. Because if they lose it, then you're going into overtime. Maybe I mean, there's I think there was like a minute left in the game when he scored that, so you don't you don't want to chance that and get your team you know on, on a penalty kill. So they let it go, but um, high octane action at the end there. I don't know how that puck went in, but it did. <laughs> I'm not going to ask too many questions on it. And it's one of those that both teams were one. One for three on the power play. Going mm. back to your comments on how even this game was, like the Avs had 34 shots. The Stars had 32. Like it mm. was one of those that even <clears throat> with the time and the situation, Dallas, if they reviewed and overturned, you don't want to give Colorado the, any advantage. It was one of the, you wanted to play as tightly as possible. And it, statistically, it had to be as even as possible. You couldn't give up that advantage. If it was 50-50 or you just weren't sure, you're not calling a review in that instance, especially with the way the momentum was shifting. You don't play that game. No. Um, As far as stats go, um, let's see. Logan O'Connor with uh, an assist. Drew N with the two goals. Uh, Miles Wood, as much as he was flying all over the ice, he had uh, just one assist on the day. But his impact was way more than one assist. Uh, McKinnon, three-point night, plus four, uh, two two goals and an assist. Miko Rantanen with that goal that we were talking about. Um, Jack Johnson, two assists on the night for JJ. Pretty pretty good game for him. Um, Bo Byram, nothing, but we bring him up because he didn't finish the game. Lower body injury, so we'll have to hear about that tomorrow and see how severe that is. Uh, Taves, two assists. He continues to just mosey along. And, and it's just everything about Devon Taves, even the way he carries himself is that's why that, that clip that, you know, the, the soundbite he had a few weeks ago was even the way he presented it was just so very like calm, cool and collected Yeah, because he plays that way. He, he, as great as he is, he, for, he kind of skates under the radar of, how how good he really is everybody knows how good he really is but he's still what's he got a seven game uh point streak i think right now which uh either is a career high or ties a career high for him but he's moving along nicely kale mccarr uh just one assist on the night i thought mccarr was fighting the ice a lot yeah like pucks were jumping on him he fell down a couple times i don't know if he liked the ice too much maybe he makes a comment in it in the post game uh, uh interviews but he fought it. He fought it, and and he you know he, he does his normal stuff. But it just seemed like he was uh, not not one with the ice. He was not one with the lightsaber. Yeah, he's been kind of he's been kind of off and distant the past couple games. He's he hasn't found that typical prototypical Kale McCarr. But it helps when everybody else on the team is streaking 
and having all-star moments. And honestly, the highlight of the night is Jonathan Drouin. Yeah, if you're if you're well, what is the uh, the stars? I didn't even see what it was. <clears throat> the stars of the night. Don't they have that on the site here? That <clears throat> is terribly put together. Um, three stars of the game. Yeah, Drouin was the, the first star of the game. Uh, Sagan was the second star of the game, and Nathan McKinnon was the third star of the game. Um, that's home cooking for you to put Tyler Sagan at number two over Cam McCarr, who had the game winner. But that is what it is, whatever. It, no, and, and it goes to Jonathan Drouin is having himself an incredible, not just a year, but a resurgence. And it, this is... If I, this don't you deal, feel like this- I was gonna say, don't you feel like this is like like Nachuskin 2.0, where when Val came over, like it took him a little while to get going, and and now look at him. So and, yeah, the, the deal that he's got, it's looking pretty good right now for the Avs. And he's found his place. He's he's racking up the minutes, and he's a valuable yeah. member of this team. Because he was on the top line tonight, right? So, you know, they, they moved Nuke down to the, the second line, which is fine. It's, I don't think that's a demotion. I think it's just, hey, Druin's hot right now. Let's split these up a little bit um, and get Val on the second line, and, and it, it's working. It's working. So, Especially with that with that tip, that tip goal. I mean, beautiful. his awareness, like he's feeling the, the game is slower for Druin now, and he's playing confident. Yeah, that was beautiful. Um, a lot to get to over on the subtext people. So, uh, let's hear from them. <clears throat> and of course our sound check. So we will get to all of that coming up next. Right now we're going to hear from the sleeper app. Kyle, once again, is scouring the internet to try to find an app that is better for daily fantasy sports than sleeper. And, uh, any luck today, sir? Uh, no, no, actually, no, he did, not he at all. Did not. He did not. So regardless of where we are in the current standings, which is right at the top, I want to remind you that you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network. And Sleeper is our number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports and especially the Daily Fantasy Hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. And this is where I turn to you, sir, for our next matchup, which is up against the Florida Panthers. Who do we like in that one for our daily fantasy sleeper? You know, with the way things have been playing, I believe it's time for Miles Wood to have himself a game. He's the off day. He's going to meet up with Nathan McKinnon, figure out some finishing moves, and we got a hat trick on the way. Bring it. Love it. Love it. Uh, so all you have to do is pick whether studs like Miles Wood, will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. So use the promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That code is LOCKEDONNHL. See sleepers' terms of use for details and locational availability. All right, uh, let's hear from some subtext people. Um, we got Tanya here, and uh, she says, Hearing Max say he feels like they're back to the team they were when they won the Cup gives me immense confidence in these guys. 
And with Lecky skating and his return getting closer, things are looking up. Also, Drew Wen obviously listened to you guys and decided to show uh, me. She's calling me out why he's worth that contract. Uh, totally, he listens to the show. And that's that's the only reason why he is having this run that he's going on. Nothing else comes into play other than, you know, Locked on Avalanche was saying, like, JD, let's get on the ball here, man. Yeah, JD, it's great to see you in the subtext too, bud. <laughs> um, let's see, man. There's a lot of, when you have wins like this, a lot of people want to comment. Um, <laughs> Easton, that falling over glove save by Wedgwood is the kind of save we are missing from Georgie. Uh, have been hard, hardly any heartbreaking ice in this veins in his veins saves. I don't know what he means by that. Is oh, he supposed yeah. to mean like, is he like he just needs ice water in his veins? I guess, yeah. The I, I kind of I get what he's saying. There hasn't been one of those like monumental this is a game saving save a lot of mm -hmm. it is recovering he gets those highlight mark like Mosier like screaming saves because uh, he puts himself in a bad position initially and has to recover yeah yeah Mo Mosier was on fire during that game he was yeah. loving it um Madam Battleax, she's still in New York. She's still sporting her abs gear, and she sent a picture of her with uh, some some Ranger fans. So uh, they they have nothing against us. They're they're good people. They're the number the one team. We're the number two. Yeah. Um, she said she couldn't watch the whole game, but she saw the end uh, and overtime. And oh, baby, what an amazing end! Uh, they are really bringing things into focus. Love the saves. Love the effort. If the rest of the game was this way, she can only imagine how it went. Uh, what a way to round out her New York City trip. So she's looking forward to listening to the show. And then she sent that picture and said, these Ranger fans wished us luck. See? Now, when they play each other in about a month, let's see if they're still that yeah, nice. Yeah. I don't know if they will be. They but. probably won't be. And with this luck, I guess, Madam Alex has to stay in New York. I guess yeah, you can't leave. <laughs> the, the Big Apple will, will suck you in, that's for sure. So that's yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Um, and Kyle Steele says everything is bigger in Texas, including Rantanen's net front presence uh, and the Alamo, which there is no basement at the Alamo. If you didn't know that or not, but that's what I've heard. No yeah, uh, and it wouldn't have been lost with McKinnon shooting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'll say that again the alamo wouldn't have been lost with mckinnon's shooting fun game to watch um yeah man people are and another win over matt duchene everybody he did didn't he have a goal though but he's got a loss yeah, he's <laughs> <a week. laughs> that's all that matters i you know i'm not I don't know. I, I, I am so over the Matt Duchesne stuff. I know some people aren't. That happened like so long ago. And I was a big Matt Duchesne guy. So I was sad to see him go, but I didn't I didn't I thought he was a little bit premature in doing that. Um, and it's really come back to bite him yeah. multiple oh. times over. And since the uh, the Avs won the cup, I, I fully moved on from that. But some people won't, and I get it. That's that's something in the offseason we need to do uh, what if on oh what Matt if what if you if you never left. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Pavelski got one too, which is just par for the course for him. Uh, a guy cannot go a game without scoring against the avalanche. It's, it's unbelievable. <clears throat> unbelievable. 
Well, I'm glad he trained his whole life for this. <laughs> Enjoy that um, loss as well, Joe. Last thing to get to today <clears throat> is our uh, Locked On Avalanche sound check. Kyle and I pick a song that best summarizes the most recent game. These songs go up on a playlist over on Spotify. Just open up the app, search for the playlist, LOA sound check. This is volume number three. So what do you have for this game, my man? I got my 10 in the wind. Let it all hang out to, again. Because mm-hmm. how are you going to win if you ain't trying? Texas bound and flying from the late great Jerry Reed. And what's that from? That's from Smokey uh, and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. Okay. I think I I think I saw that movie once, but like don't remember any of it. Oh, it's a, I, it's I, a classic, a staple yeah. for me growing I up. I know it is, but I, I, I probably should jump back into that and and check it out okay um for me i i I think i had this song on volume one uh but i gotta i gotta use it again because it's one of those games where um i think it was easton who said for a new year's resolution he was going to try to not get so invested in games and i'm (laughs) with it like i understand that like i I understand like it's a long season and and it, it it's next to impossible not to get or maybe he didn't say invested. Maybe he said like so emotional, like after a, a, a loss or something like that. The playoffs, that that's out the door. Forget about mm-hmm. it. During the regular season, I, I get it. Uh, but this game, this game had me like fist pumping, you know, in the air. This was this was Breakfast Club, you know, walking on the football field, fist pumping in the air. Um, it, it just it just had that feel. So it's tough to do that uh to, to have that mindset and you just kept saying like oh my god like what a game and and the song i'm going with from the kaiser chiefs the name of the song is oh my god because that's just what this game was it was just oh my god moments one after the next after the next after the next and this was this this, this is what is so great about the sport of hockey because games like that can happen and it can happen any night. And when a game like that happens, it's just it's unmatched by any other sport. They can't touch a, a game like that. It's they're they're incredible moments to watch. Two great comeback games against the Dallas Stars this season. This is uh if this is what it's gonna be, set me up for a seven game playoff series, please. Yeah, right. And and this is the you know, the start of that very tough streak in January. Mm-hmm. A very tough streak. So, you know, the, the Islanders won. We didn't include the Islanders one in that, but you got that one out of the way. You know, this was the first game of, of a, a tough stretch, and you got that extra point. So uh, it's a big deal. It's a big deal to start off the, the the month and the year, right? Abs can't beat the abs in 2024 so far. It's impossible. Nope. Can't be can't done. Do can't be done. Science. Uh, day off and then uh, Florida Panthers over the weekend. We'll be back to discuss that on Monday. Uh, but until then, that's going to wrap this bad boy up, sir. So thank you everybody for tuning in, making it your first listen of the day. Always appreciate it. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I'm Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche podcast. Enjoy that one, Avs Nation. That was a fun one. We'll see you guys next week. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.